Urgent Care. I'm Joel Kim Booster. I'm Mitra Johari. Um, and we're here to help you. Welcome. Oh my God. Okay. We so- need to be upfront with the situation right now. Um, at, Mitra and I bravely uh, decided to postpone recording the episode until the day after the election. I know last episode we said we'd be recording on the election and that was a psycho idea that yeah, was we had- the height of hubris to even think that we'd be in an emotional state of mind to do that yeah we had sort of a come to jesus moment over the weekend and decided to push it one day which you know one day. Um- <laughs> yeah and at, at time of recording we still don't know who's president yes. is going to be in 2020 so you know hopefully we'll know and hopefully blah 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 but as of right now it is 4 37 p.m pacific standard time um in 2020 we're waiting to find out the results of um some you know just just something kind of important but we are gonna give it we're gonna do our, <laughs> give some advice yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna be real upfront. i'm gonna be real transparent with our listeners i'm gonna be so transparent i'm gonna be translucent with them and say i don't want to be here right now <laughs> <laughs> and i thought that i didn't want to be here and then i got here and i was like oh yeah i didn't really move at all today uh that so i am glad to be doing this but once again joel and i sort of occupying different spaces of the same toxic di- different that's areas of the same toxic space good that's yes. such a good thing because they're getting sort of two they're getting two povs they're getting the pov of someone who's been prostrate all day and yes. the pov of someone who absolutely doesn't want to do their job today um yes which is wait have you been like moving today um yes i have been moving because i drove back from a place that i was i will uh, i'll be real translucent again and say that i decided to spend the election in san francisco whoa you drove yeah. there i drove there um last week and they're like they're, san francisco is doing so much better than we are with the plague um one of the days i was there they reported 30 new cases of COVID-19. And so it felt like a different planet. I mean, I still didn't do anything. Um, I just hung out um, with a small group of people, but which, you know what, is maybe wrong in some of your eyes. And I can feel the judgment, but I needed to do what I needed to do. And I thought, you know, what better place to spend the ushering in of a new era than in a safe, the safest place in California right now, which is San Francisco. And then, of course, it didn't turn out that way. Um, in fact, all I did was have to wake up early and drive back to L.A. Um, so there's that. Were you? That's are you I glad did. that you went? I am. Very, I'm glad that I went. Um, it it if it, it it was nice to get out of L.A. I haven't been out of L.A. in a while, and um, I needed to do that. And it was just nice to like sit in a park in a different city for a change and just yeah you know, do that. But. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, I'm feeling crazy right now as I'm sure like, you know, we, I don't want to harp too. Cause like at this point it's like, 
what when is this going to come out? Like two weeks from now? Yeah. We'll hopefully know. We'll hopefully know. You yeah, listening this to this is like, know who the president is. And so this is boring. This is actually traumatizing to you. This is PTSD for you. I hope it's like you sort of charming. And you're like, wow, I can't believe how how nervous these like silly little kids were. Yeah. Now now everything is healed. Yeah. It'll be I'll be so glad to have this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen back on it. Um How yeah. are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I mean, Hopefully, uh, we were saying this before the pod, but um, allegedly we'll hear some news about uh, the Nithya Raman race. So, you know, just sort of plugging mm-hmm. a, lo- a, a long past local election <laughs> in our podcast. Um, but that's a race we both really care about and it looks good. So that is some positive news. I've been really trying to focus on that. Obviously, I've just been toggling between the news and my phone for the past uh however many hours since i woke up um so definitely not feeling good but um i mean i'm i'm definitely suffering um i'm like suffering a a chemically imbalanced episode right now and it's the election is not helping things and so i have to say recording a podcast is um better than ssris (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that and that that is medical. Oh, yeah. And oh my, my brother is calling me. Get over Ugh. yourself. <laughs> what could you possibly want with you at this hour? I don't know. <sighs> Annoying. JK, he's the light of my life. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I have been trying to um I was about to say, I don't know. I was like I was like I tried to read yesterday. <laughs> I have nothing. I don't know. Um, the I have been like forcing myself to exercise and that has helped a little you know, bit. I haven't done a stitch of that. And you know, I'm a fitness freak. Maybe that's I, why I feel so bad today. I just, it, I, the, uh, the only things that have been helping me are of course, pottery and exercise and showers. <laughs> and that's it. Those are the only times I don't even feel at peace, but I feel um, a little better. Chelsea, how are you? Do you want to talk on <laughs> – if you don't want to uh, talk about it, that's also fine. I'll but talk about it. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm fine. I hope I don't uh, – I hope this doesn't look stupid in a couple weeks, but I actually think it's going to be fine. Wow. <laughs> I love that confidence. That confidence is okay. propping me up right now. I think it's okay. I think uh, – the way I'll cling to that for the next yeah. hour. There's <laughs> a lot of prep. There's already been a lot of lawsuits and they got shot down. And so like, it's looking pretty good. Okay. CNN reporting. Chelsea. CNN reporting. Um, that everything's going to be okay. Thank you. CNN reporting. CNN reporting. Chelsea's got a great shirt on that none of you can see. You. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, well, we're claiming um, victory today on this pod, and that'll either sound incredible, that'll sound either incredible in two weeks, or that'll sound so depressing. Your your turn, I can hear you turning off the podcast. Oh my God, it is giving me such PTSD. Because I was famously at Full Frontable Samantha B B last election, which was the epicenter of hubris. And. (laughs) Just like one of the the images 
singed into my memory is sitting on the floor at CBS Broadcast Studios watching Lizzo sing Good as Hell as I sat on a floor and cried. (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. Um, yeah. So should we get get into it? Yeah, I, I think we're going to get into it. I think we're going to stop with this because yes. this is not healthy for our listeners. It's not healthy for us. No, it's because hopefully it feels so stupid uh, yeah. or not stupid, but it's like, hopefully, 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 hopefully. <laughs> um, but lots of progressive wins. And that has been very cool to see. So many of the DSA endorsed candidates won or DSA you know, endorse things. Um, so that is very cool. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. okay. We've got updates. We've got plenty of updates. Uh, historically, I bet this is going to be a historically short episode of the podcast. And I'm, that's my prediction. For <laughs> the episode is 12 minutes long. 12 minutes long. <laughs> and we have another thing where they're like, well, you technically did not fulfill this contract either <laughs> because <laughs> your election day episode is 12 minutes long. <laughs> It's going to be like um, Sisyphus. Like we keep thinking that we've done the number of episodes that we said we said we would do in our contract. But just when we think the boulder's up the hill, they're like, no, no, no. You, you said you were going to do 12. And then it rolls back down. JK, I enjoy doing this. I don't know why I'm making it sound like it's not. Yeah, I'm, we love being here right now. I literally love doing this with you. Okay. <laughs> It's just funny to me that we like are so bad at this. Okay. (laughs) And don't read contracts. Okay. Should we do our updates? Yeah. Let's do our updates. Chelsea, pull up first call out of the bag. Hey, Joel and Nature, Nature and Joel. I'm calling with an update. This is Kirby Fully Loaded. Um, Just calling to say, put your advice, just not acknowledging it. Um, I couldn't look at Instagram because he's not on Instagram or any social media. Um, he actually had me explain to him how Instagram worked, um, which was part of why I think ultimately after a couple of days, we kind of realized we don't have a lot in common, but I will say the first in-person date, um, was not weird. We slept together and it was actually one of the most validated times I felt about like just feeling like really attractive and but not satisfied. Um, so it was a good experience, a good learning experience. Um, also, just wanted to say um, I'm also Catherine Weigel, um, and I think my problem might be that I am dating too many people who don't have social media. So I'll probably call back again about another guy with that problem. Okay. Love you guys. Wow. Well, how do we never notice that people call in again? Yeah. I know. I feel lied to. I feel betrayed. I always feel pissed off when someone's called again, even though that means that they like value our health. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm like, it feels like, um, like, like double dipping, but also Mm -hmm. like, it's not like the advice is so good. They can only get it once. (laughs) (laughs) Um, keep calling. (laughs) Yeah. Keep calling. Every time you go on a date, we want to hear about it. Um, Actually, it would be an amazing segment is like a a weekly segment with this person who seems to date people with no social media whatsoever. Um, where do you find these freaks? Yeah. That's also amazing. Like, how do you, I, I just, it feels like, but also it's like, Aren't these guys like healthy if they're not on social yeah. media? That sounds nice. 
I wish I could. I wish I could quit it. I need to. In fact, my therapist has begged me to get off of it. And I said, no, bitch, I won't. I turned I off Twitter it. again, yet again, feeling better than ever before. I can't wait till I turn it back on. But um, I'm glad it went well. I, I'm glad that um, you got what you needed out of it. And I hope to hear about the next person that you talk to who has a good grip on um, their life and a good relationship to the internet. But um, that is bad to you. <laughs> okay we have another update this one is about christmas sleeve this is not an update actually this is just um a second opinion we got we got a second opinion call christmas sleeve was of course the gentleman whose family was having a big christmas gathering and he wanted to know how to stop it um and this is the second opinion we received hey joel and mitra mitra and joel love the pod so i'm calling about christmas sleeve um, and I was thinking, like, um, depending on where they live, they can totally threaten to call the police or, like, the health department on their family um, for violating COVID restrictions. Or maybe, like, actually call them. Because, like, if you want to stop something, like, the police show up. I mean, like, I'm just assuming that they're white because they're violating COVID restrictions. But um, I guess if they're not, then don't. Or, like, mm, better to threaten. Anyways, um, hot and hear Ryan sit on my face. Bye. Hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't listen to this one before the we started recording, and I sort of disagree. <laughs> I I, uh, I only included this because it's one of the craziest calls I feel that we've ever gotten. <laughs> um, do not endorse. Do not agree. Think this is really bad. <laughs> I do like lying about it, though. I actually think lying about calling the police is with squarely within my wheelhouse. Um, the I think he- like calling the health department. Yeah, I just like can't. I mean, I, I guess (laughs) that's insane. (laughs) I can't. I mean, the it's escalated. Yeah, no, but I again say don't actually do it. Don't get the police involved. But I think lying about it, lying about possibly getting them involved, is really fun. Is a really fun way to to um sort of excise yourself from your own family. I just, it's like, there are so many paths to like, like doing it outdoors, doing it in the spring. It's like escalating that far. It's like, if, I mean, if you want to blow up everything you have, <laughs> then yeah. then you should, you should do this. So we're just honoring some other perspectives. Um, we do not endorse, um, except maybe Joel does. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse half of it. I don't endorse actually calling anybody. Um, but I think threatening and lying about it is is a really fun way to ruin uh, relationships within your own family. <laughs> and if that's what you're looking to do, then by God. Yeah, I mean, if you want to find a way to be worse than the people who are um, defying COVID regulations, then uh, you should do this. <laughs> and maybe that's what he's looking for. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. And we don't we don't know. I judge. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, and this last um, second opinion is from uh, is, is regarding his Miami Grange her, um, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is of course was the Hall of Fame, the woman who was uh, who babysits a, a young gentleman who uh, really liked the character Snape in Harry Potter. And I just want to say we're allowing one Harry Potter thing. We are allowing one person to chime in. I felt that we needed to honor that we got a few people responding about Harry Potter and having really strong opinions but i don't want to encourage this kind of behavior no. No. 
So play that call, Jesse. Hi, I am just following up with his mini Granger, Granger, which I'm Thank sure you. gotten some feedback. At least I would hope so. Um, but I was just wanting to say that I am a huge Harry Potter fan, and um, <laughs> while valid points were made, uh, Snape is really the hero in the whole story. Um, he protected Harry the whole time, and he just looked like a villain throughout like the whole fucking series until the end, and that's when he's the hero. So I just want to like clear that up. was <laughs> <for every laughs> like, I'm still like, my heart is pounding. I just listened to it. You probably even got some feedback and played it in the most recent episode. I don't even know because I just listened to that, and I just listened to it all the way through. And then I was like, I I need to I need to call because he's definitely not a villain in that book he just looks like it and i just am very passionate about this subject and i've like i've always wanted to have something to call in for and i don't have anything <laughs> didn't have anything cool yet obviously but i feel very strongly about harry potter so i needed to call and let you know all right i love you both equally and you know what you can really tell in this person's voice that they needed this they needed to get this out um, I, the like the pain, like the out of breath, like yeah. just like I don't know. I, it's like saying I love you for the. It's just like I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I I honor this person. I agree with this person. I thank honor this person. Feelings. I yeah. yes. <laughs> but I mean, again, we're so glad we can give you a platform. And again, do not call about Snape. Anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> And that, and we've closed the book on Snape, y'all. We have closed the book we on Snape. We have closed the book. That's that on that on Snape, okay? That's a wrap. <laughs> um, Wait, did you, um, Joel, this isn't an update, and I didn't put it in just because it didn't require a whole copy-paste situation, but there was someone that uh, saw a Chipotle slogan that thought of you. Uh, did you well, see this? Oh, I did see it, yeah. It was Chivotle, and <laughs> I... <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge that because yes. it really made me laugh and it is a copy that I can't believe Joel didn't write. Well, listen, we, we, and we see, I want to say, I want to shout out every single person that is emailed in with like weird, um, <laughs> like names and plays and puns, uh, that they have seen out in the wild. And we don't have time to respond to everything that as we're sifting through looking for, for calls and emails to answer, but we do appreciate them every single time. And every single one makes me laugh. And it really <laughs> makes me, it re- reminds me that we've created something really beautiful here. Michelle. We've created something really deranged and beautiful. And um, no matter what happens in this election, nothing can that can, no one can take that away from us. That's so true. Thank you, Joel. I really needed that today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I need to drink water because I've forgotten to do that for the last three days. And um, <laughs> when we come back, we'll get into your calls and emails. When you come back, when we come back, you're not gonna believe how wet Joel's mouth is. <laughs> And we're back. Wow, we did it. I'm I actually wait, I forgot to drink water. Hold you on. yeah, you really should just drink some water. <laughs> Ooh, okay, foley artist. <laughs> Yum. I love water. I am I love really water almost as too. much as I love giving advice to callers. So Chelsea, without further ado, please reach into your bag and play this first call. 
Hi, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel. Um, I'm really nervous, so I wrote this all out. So sorry if I sound kind of robotic reading it. Um, first of all, I just want to say to Joel, I know it feels bad to think you're not giving your 100% best to this audience, but I think the fact that even when you're not at your best, you're still able to provide so much joy and happiness to your listenership that that just goes to show how amazing you really are and you have no need to worry about it. We love wow. you and are here for whatever <laughs> percentage of your best you are able to give each week. And Demetra, I love that you laugh at your own jokes. You have the sweetest laugh ever. And I remember the first time I heard you on a different podcast, my first thought was, oh my God, I love her laugh so much. Um, okay, so obviously I love you both. Um, my question really is just, how do you guys know what to talk about with your therapist? I just started therapy a few weeks ago to, to depression and anxiety. And I just don't feel like I have a clear idea of what exactly I'm supposed to say. Um, I know that I have problems that need to be worked out, but I don't have like specific week to week experiences or moments that exemplify those problems. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's been my biggest issue with therapy so far. Uh, also, I am bisexual <laughs> <laughs> yes yes another one gotta catch them all and we have when when you tell us that you are bisexual we celebrate you <laughs> we celebrate every day is bi visibility day at urgent care okay every single day we celebrate you we all our bisexual listeners it really it really is amazing I don't that, know. It really, if we ever, like, if we to ever really do get merch, and I yeah. know, I, <laughs> if we ever get merch, it's just I'm bisexual and I listen to Richard <laughs> Care podcast. Add it to the list of merch that we'll never create. Um, th- first of all, thank you so much, you guys. Um, you know, I'm I'm going through it like everybody else is, and I feel um, like I have uh, been lobotomized by. Um, my disease during this pandemic and can't think straight, can't write a joke, can't do anything funny. So I do appreciate it, but I'm here, you know, and Mitra does laugh at her own jokes and she does have the cutest laugh in the world. So I wanted to acknowledge that. Um, but let's thank you. I feel seen. Um, also I did, I did, um, go really hard on retweet the compliments energy when picking the calls this week because I knew we would be in a really dark it. place. We, needed it. we definitely <laughs> fucking needed the compliments. Um, but so Joel is a brave warrior and I laugh at my own jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. That okay. sounds about right to me. Um, what are we going to name this person? <laughs> Um, um okay, so they don't know what to say. Therapy, Freud. Um oh okay. This is more about them reading in a robotic voice slash therapy. Okay. And I don't think it's good, but I'm gonna say a Sigmund Droid. Sigmund Droid, I love <laughs> it. Reading No, that's so <laughs> okay, good. Are you great. kidding me? That's so good. That's one of our best. That's a Hall of Famer. Sigmund Droid. Wow, we really are in a dark place today. Yeah. <laughs> as is the country okay um you go first you go first on this one what do you talk about with your therapist Um, well i feel i felt this a lot during covid where i was kind of like well i've already talked about um feeling the things that i feel because of like general covid dread anxiety fear so many times i like and sometimes i do want to just talk about it again just to like use the opportunity to vent but Sometimes I do have that feeling of like, I 
don't want to talk about the same shit again. Um, so a thing that's helped me is just, um, I, I like to, um, I mean, maybe this is like so basic, but I mean, it is, but it's like, I really try to give myself like 15 minutes before therapy to just sit alone and like, just be quiet and think like, what is, what really has been on my mind this week? What do I want to talk about just to, um, focus up? Because I, I found when I first started going into therapy, I, I could just sort of go in and be like, here's everything because she was like getting to know me and I was getting to know her. And then after a while I, I needed to sort of plan because I, it, it is still a relatively new muscle for me um, mm-hmm. to go in and talk like that. Um, but that's, that's kind of the main thing for me. And sometimes I'll, I'll, um, text myself things throughout the week. Um, when I'm, when like something will happen, I'll be like, Oh, got to Like talk to about this. Oh, I guess we'll bleep her. Let's bleep her name out. Um, talk to her about whatever thing happened to me at work or with a friend or with wit or whatever it is. Um, I, I really like catalog that stuff. Um, yeah, like it doesn't, I, was, I just treat it like the rest of my life. Like it's a it's a part of the routine. Yeah, I think that's really important. And I think one thing that I've done with my therapist, Jessica, and we won't bleep out her name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it in. Um, is um, I've really talked about like goals. We've really set like goals in therapy. Like I, I mean, like she asked me point blank, like what what are you doing here? Like what do you want to improve? And like, um that can really narrow it down because like, yeah, I'm in there because I am, have, am depressed and anxious as well. But it can really, it's really about like self-esteem stuff, negative self-talk, like things like that. And I think if you can narrow it down to like specific goals of like, I want to change this thought pattern that is um keeping me down, like that can be really helpful in sort of setting the agenda for what you talk about in therapy. Um, and just go buck wild. Like, I, I mean, like, if you're not living a life right now, like, bring up shit from your past. Like, now is the time to work out all your mommy, daddy, family issues because you're, you've got, you've paused the rest of your life. So, like, go hog wild in on what, how your parents fucked you up when you were a kid. That's what I say. I also think for sure. Um, I also think like I, I will do occasional check-ins with my therapist just to like, you know, this is the kind of stuff we've been talking about. Like just, it's just like a progress check-in or something like that. Not, I don't know. Progress is the wrong word, but just like making sure that it's still a relationship that serves me. Um, and you know, there, there have been times when like, like she'll, I feel like I'll ask, uh, she'll ask questions too, where she'll be like, like, like my therapist is really in line with me in a lot of ways, but in, in other ways, like, like she is, um, an older white woman and she like, she'll ask questions being like, um, you know, how, like, like, am, am I addressing like, your identity the way that you like how how is this relationship going so i feel like that's also something where you can like if there's any anything like that like make sure your therapist is is doing right by you too because yeah. it's meant and, it is a ser- like you are serving yourself yes 
and maybe and maybe talk through being bisexual because it is a choice and it's something that you can work out <laughs> in therapy. I think that's maybe a goal you should set for yourself. Is to wow. pick a side. If you, know? you, Joel, if you take away our bisexual audience, we will lose our contract. <laughs> <laughs> so the downloads you- <laughs> go just shoot downward after I've alienated our entire uh, base of bisexual listeners. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, bisexuality is not a choice, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. We'll never know. Okay, I think we helped her. I think we did it. We solved her problem. Um, <laughs> We fixed her. Let's move on to this next email, which I will read because I need something to do. I need something to occupy my brain. Thank you, Joel. Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. I recently got out of a relationship and tweeted, finally announcing I would like to resume flirting with boys. Thank you. Okay, smash retweet on that. Lo and behold, a Twitter mutual I don't know IRL slid into my DMs. At first I flirted back, but then I realized that I wasn't interested in taking it to the next level. So I started replying to messages slower and changing the subject every time sex came up to phase out DMing. However, this person is now going through some really tough personal matters and we're tweeting some really sad, intense things. I reached back out and told them I was sorry for their situation to try and be supportive. This has only brought back the flirting wanting to sex on their end. Is there a way I can respectfully say I'm not interested in them while being a supportive presence? This is so petty, but I don't want to lose a follower because I think they are funny, but I just want, I just don't want to flirt. <laughs> sex. Thoughts for the thoughts. I use he, him. Thank you. Um, so we've got DMs. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say. D him. <laughs> no, I was going to say he ems. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. I support Slide you. Slide into the he ems. <laughs> um, okay. I, I think um, you definitely can respectfully say that you're not interested. It's. I think it's pretty like, I think clearly um, like, gradually phasing this person out like they're not getting the message and you should just be direct with them i think and if they don't want to follow you after you reject them that's okay um okay and i think that like technically that's good advice i think that that our listener will not do that i don't think he's gonna do it um so what i i will say is i actually don't think you can be a supportive presence and get what you want which is non-flirtatious dms from this person i think you have inserted yourself back into their life and they are going to read that as a uh that you care about them and unfortunately they are an electronic presence in your life who you occasionally find funny and I think it's it seems inhuman of me to say, but I sometimes I see people that I follow who are t- t- tweeting really intense and sad things, and I I have to remember that I don't actually know that person, and if I don't want to fuck them, I'm not going to be supportive to them. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like you, this is not your. I, I mean, and like you can have friends on the internet, but this is not somebody that you have this like long cherished internet relationship with this is someone that like has seemingly yeah has recently slid into your dms it's like it it it, you don't need i i imagine that this person has support systems outside of your twitter dms to deal with whatever like traumatic thing that they're dealing with in their life um so like i think the well wishes are nice but uh maybe go back to ghosting this person if you're not gonna directly address the situation that yeah i think fully ghosting is the path here the path forward um as always i do i mean i i you know i 
I do think like with a repeated thing where they keep trying to sex with you, it's like if you can stomach it, I think you should just say that you're not interested because it's it's like the the longer you draw it out, the more embarrassed this person's going to feel and the worse you're going to feel. And like, I think mm. it, it will be a potentially much worse situation if you continue to, because it's not, you're not doing anything to feed into it. Like you're just DMing this person. So, but clearly they're very interested in you. You know what I do when people sext me? And I don't, and I feel uncomfortable because I don't want to sex them back, but I also don't want to hurt their feelings. Is I give them an out by saying, ha ha. Every time <laughs> someone's like, you're so hot, I'd love to see you, Nate. I, I always, I would respond, ha ha. And as though it, as though what they just said is a joke. I as go, though, I guess I do like and, a variation of that. Like, <laughs> you're so sweet. Like, yeah, whatever. And so then like, funny. leave it. <laughs> I, well, I would go with the ha ha or like, that's so <laughs> funny is, ice that i mean that is you get rejecting them like it's not it's not like but it gives them plausible deniability to be like yes i was joking yeah you know it gives them an out if that happened to me it would haunt me for the rest of my life (laughs) (laughs) but yes haha hit him with a haha hit him with a haha and let them um and let them deal with the fallout i say yeah I think they're probably distracted by their tough personal matters that they're tweeting yeah. about. So I don't know. I think um, no need to drag it out. <laughs> All right, Best well, of we luck. Disagree. And, that's <laughs> and Joel, of course, uh, wants you to respond. Hit, hit him with the ha ha. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we got a call. We got a call and we have to address this call. We are contractual. And, and in fact, it's contractual that we must listen to this call and answer it to the best of our ability. <laughs> Chelsea, please. Please, Chelsea. Please. Hello, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. Um, I did mean it in that order. <gasps> I will keep it short and sweet. Um, my boyfriend of... Uh, three years cheated on me with my ex-best friend, ex being after the cheating, of course. Um, And my question is, I, of course, hate him and, you know, moved out and left all my shit there because I didn't want to bother moving it. Oh, sorry. And I don't think I can say shit on the podcast. Anyway, um, did all that. And then my question is, I spent a lot of money on a couch with him and, like, we bought the couch after he had already cheated. I just didn't know about it yet. So am I allowed to ask for the money for the couch back? Even though I didn't really want to take any of the stuff in the house anyway, because I moved across the country and couldn't couldn't bring it with. Anyway, that's my question. I'll keep it short and sweet. Love you both. Um, I'm staying single right now and, you know, non-sexual. So please don't sit on my face. All right. Bye. Love you. Wow. 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 Okay. We've got a couch, cushion, um, sectional, uh, Ashley furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, wow. We have her on such a roll. Um, Ashley Spurniture. (laughs) Ashley Spurniture. There it is. Ashley Spurniture. A supportive nod from Chelsea. (laughs) A supportive nod from Chelsea. 
And that's all we can really ask for from Chelsea, really, in these tough times, is a supportive nod. And that's <laughs> all we need. A supportive nod. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, one day we're going to get a laugh. <laughs> one day. And when we get when we get when we get the laugh off the name, we end the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the contract says. I'm just laughing. I'm just on mute. <laughs> no, don't so, try and cover so for yourself now, Chelsea. <laughs> but see, we're 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 creating we're creating we're, a narrative. We're creating, we're creating a character. A we're creating the character of producer Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> Who we desperately seek approval from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are our boss. We, you hate us. Um, that's no. What we, no. <laughs> um, okay, Ashley's furniture. Um, yes, you are allowed to ask for money for the couch. And in fact, I don't even think you ask. I think you just send the Venmo request and keep sending it until he gives you the money. Yes, this is one of our. I this is one of our classic. They know the answer. They call us for validation situation. Of course, you yeah. are getting the money for that couch back. They're looking for a yes queen. And here we are saying, yes, queen, get yes. the ca- money for the couch. You deserve that and more. Get the money for things you didn't buy, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, send a Venmo request to your ex-best friend, too. I don't know. Get yes. emotional distress. That's what you <laughs> pay the fine. Have them pay the first month rent on your new place. <laughs> Anything you can get out of them, you must get out of them. I don't even know why this was a question. Because because sometimes people just need that push. And, and yeah. it is an honor to provide the push because uh, they fucked up and they owe you a couch. That's true. They fucked up and they owe you money for the couch. A couch. They owe you a couch. They Have them the give you a couch. couch. <laughs> Go to Floyd.com. Use code urgent at checkout. Just kidding. We're not sponsored by Floyd. Oh my Floyd. God. I want, I want a lazy boy. You want a lazy boy endorsement? Well, I, I ultimately just want a lazy boy. <laughs> that that is, I, I really, I think I belong in a lazy boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think a lazy boy belongs in you. My my big fat gash. Gonna put a whole couch in there. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Gash so fat she fucks a recliner. Gash so fat she fucks a recliner. Okay. All right. Um, I'm canceled. Let's keep going for life on that one. Um, (laughs) I guess um, we need to take a break because I need to drink more water. Or is it too soon for a break? No, we. That's that's three. We should take a break. Let's do it. Let's take a break. Who's going to stop us? Um, we're running at a at a at a, a high clip right now, and I think that's the right <laughs> speed for today. Yeah. And we're back, and I'm no longer parched. Um, and our 12 minute episode of Urgent Care has miraculously been stretched into the 40s. We've made it. We made it into the 40s and never, never before have you listened to a podcast where the two hosts thought we can't make it to 40. And and yet we did against all odds. Um, So uh, let's jump back in and let's see if we can push it maybe even to 50. You know, we've gone over and sometimes we hit an hour, but I think today we're going to shoot for 50. And and this is a kind of mechanics of the podcast that only urgent care can provide. Yeah. <laughs> it's us just really talking. It's like sort of noises off, like the play. You know, you'll see 
you see the rehearsal, you see what's going on backstage, and you finally see the play. It's, so, it's, it's Studio 60. The- it's Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. You don't want to watch SNL. You want to watch the machinations that go on to put on SNL. Okay? How do how does just do it? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of my SNL commentary. <laughs> yeah, hard hitting. Okay, wow. Um, we have um, our last call of the episode. So Chelsea, pull that up and play that call. Okay, hi, BBs. Um I am calling because I just listened to one of the last episodes of Urgent Care and I find myself just really relating to you both. And I wanted to ask this question that's been bugging you for a minute. Um, Joel, I feel like I'm really relating to where you're at emotionally and mentally right now, just like how the vibe I'm getting from you and everything you're sharing about your emotional experience is really hitting. I feel like you're the funny and smart and hot person that I'm always comparing myself to. And Mitra, I still look up to your organizing work. I also have recently gotten into organizing in the past couple of years, and it's been really training and also really rewarding. My question is kind of involving both of those things. What if after a couple years of doing really important work and feeling really satisfied with the thing that I'm doing, what if I've decided that I just don't ever want to do a lick of work ever again and I want to abandon all the people that I help and focus entirely on myself and maybe just marry rich or sell out or something? How do I reconcile this um, with what I know is morally right? Um, yeah, let me know. Thanks. Bye. Wow. Organize her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Let's be honest. That's the end of the series, babe. We got, we got Misha to get there. Organize her. (laughs) Oh God. Um, I think like, this is such an existential question, by the way. This is like so like in the weeds of someone's personal experience. It's it's even tough to approach an answer for this one. I do think like I the, I feel like I can really relate to this person in the sense that like I operate so much in extremes. It's like either I'm doing something as hard as I can possibly do it or I'm not doing it. And what mm-hmm. I've been learning this year has been that it's like about folding things into your day-to-day life and like you don't have to like I feel like this person is there seems to be a binary of like (laughs) I'm saving the world or I'm like you know only thinking about myself forever Mm -hmm. and it I think you can have periods of quote-unquote selfishness or whatever you want to call it or like you know maintenance of of yourself in your life and then you can have periods of really buckling down and doing the work and then hopefully they'll like fold into each other and and like kind of intertwine and and not one can exist with the other yeah i think it's about it's i think it's about doing the the amount of work that you can that you can take on without it taking over your life if if that's what you're worried about like then just ba- it's about balance in your life and i think that this person is suffering from a sort of um an imbalance in terms of scale of like you know you don't have to be organizing all the time you need a personal life you need downtime you need self care like that you know people talk about that all the time is that it's it's much 
better for the causes that you're working for to take a step back and do it at a rate that is um, more sustainable to you than to do it really hardcore for a while and then burn out and never do it again. Yes. I, I feel like that's something that I like kind of experienced in the past couple months was like getting really, really into um, doing hygiene kits. And like I had the bandwidth to do it at, at a really high volume uh, in the beginning of doing it. And now I'm figuring out a way to make it like a part of my life that or, or like that kind of work, a part of my life on a more regular level without going to those extremes. And I, uh, I got a really good piece of advice last weekend, which was like, it's important that you step back so other people have the opportunity to step up. And then you come back in whenever you're ready to come back in. And like, it's, it's a tide. You have to go, go in, go out, go in, go out. And it's not like, it's not one or the other. So I don't know if this is necessarily the advice this person wants to hear, but I guess mostly it's like, you should and can take time for yourself, but it doesn't mean it has to be like that forever. Um, and um, good luck. I really feel like it's it's really not one or the other. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love how you picked a bunch of voicemails this week that are just basically compliments um, for us, dude. I, a low point. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think that um, our I don't I don't want to spoil anything. But yeah, I, I, you bookended it. I think pretty pretty smartly. The way that this episode is programmed, I think, I think was this pretty really smart. tells a story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is our final email of the day. Um, and can I read it? I, yeah, I think you should. I mean, uh, it's this is like I kind of want to read it, but I think you should read it. Okay. Um, so we got this. And, you know, it's just been such a dark week um, leading up to the election and stuff. And we just got, like, just some, like, amazing emails and calls from people that were making us feel so much better. And I know we've already showcased a couple of them. So uh, for our last email, um, I just want to highlight another listener that we just appreciate so much. So this is an email. I'm not finding this funny at all. How do you stay online? Sorry, but I didn't laugh or even smile once. Just needed to tell you so it can maybe get better. <laughs> Signed, Lori. Um, and we're just going to say that that's this person's name. Um, they don't get a special name. Um, we're not naming this caller, this emailer. Um, but I, there's so much to unpack here. Um, I like that she's, that this, I, this person, um, stopped in the middle. It, it seems like they stopped in the middle of listening to the podcast. I'm not finding this funny at all. Yeah, like we're we're in the middle of screeching out some advice, and and they are pulling up their email app on their phone as we're screeching. Yeah. Um, and I also like the verbiage of how do you stay online? Really is um wonderful. Yeah, sort of a blast from the past. Um, and. I but ultimately this person wants us to improve. Yeah. Which I think is so positive. <laughs> Something that we really needed. Yeah, so it can maybe get better. Um I just want to invite Lori if you're listening, I would love should I should I email back and ask for specific constructive feedback? Actually, I think we should. I think we should <laughs> we should form a relationship with Lori. I actually think we should invite her on the pod. Hey, Lori, I want to know just specifically what you think sucks about us and then any sort of advice that you would have on how we can make it not suck anymore. Yeah, and ask her what she thinks is funny. Yes, That's, who are your favorite comedians? Really <laughs> what makes you laugh? She's like, hmm, I guess Joe um, Rogan. 
the pain and suffering of others, um, when beloved institutions burn to the ground. The Notre Dame fire really made me laugh. <laughs> no, probably just um, not us, other people. <laughs> yeah. But and it is totally fair. We are still wildly popular against all odds. So it really doesn't matter at the end I, of the But day. I am looking forward to having a long hopefully a very long horrible yeah actually we Lori. as soon as we're done recording you you must email Lori back um <laughs> icon an icon of the pod now the the, the third host of urgent care really well is here's now. the important question is do you think Lori's bisexual <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's what you need to ask you need to ask how can we improve in what areas can we improve specifically i'll make a, a Lori specific google google uh yeah. survey <laughs> Um, in what areas can we improve specifically? And just curious, are you bi? <laughs> and are you from Seattle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you from the Pacific Northwest? Um, you hateful, hateful bitch. Um, <laughs> um, Joel, I've, I, do you want election news live on the pod if it's good? Sure. Nithya has won, it seems. Nithya has won! So Woo! that is some good news. I wow, wait to end Nithya, on a high note. The Nithya Slack. Uh, it seems like it's a done deal. Well, we love to hear it. And what a way to end the podcast. I thought we were going to end on Lori, but ending on good election news, I guess, is the best um, sort of way to end today and this national nightmare that is this this episode of urgent care uh, <laughs> na- but don't worry guys the national nightmare is ending <laughs> we, yeah. we, um, will. we have reached the end of the pod this week we will be back at full capacity no matter who the president is next week i promise you we will be so f- fully loaded herbie fully loaded next week with jokes and laughs and smiles <laughs> no matter who the president is we will push forward i will change my meds something will have happened in the world to make me funnier um for and you and then who knows um maybe we'll even do our final bonus care episode yeah, we'll eventually get around to doing our the final <laughs> bonus care episode that we need to do it's a bonus download stitcher premium if you want to listen to us gab 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 for half an hour if this gabbing isn't enough for you and you really want to hear us gab some more then god damn it Download <laughs> our bonus episodes. You and please, it. please, please um, email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com and call us at 323-334-0371 with your updates, with your questions, with your concerns. Lori, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All we want for you is to like us, Lori. Please, please. We're desperate for your approval. <laughs> and that's really um, it. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, we're um, fastly approaching 900, and we did promise you have to write said a this song for like eight different episodes. Yeah, but we, we are, are we're, we're fast approaching 900, and we <laughs> yeah. will create a we will sing a song um, inspired by whoever the 900th review is, and yeah. that person should get excited because you know our creative juices are flowing um, sort of at the height of our powers right now. So. <laughs> Um, the song is for sure to be deranged. Um, so rate and review. Anyways, thank you, producer Chelsea. As always, thank you, engineer Marina. Thank you, July. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Thank you, Mitra. Thank you, Joel. What a what a breath of fresh. What about the fresh? We love you. Love you. Too. 